Electronic Specifier. Hello and welcome to the latest podcast from Electronic Specifier Insights. Today we'll be speaking to Juju Joyce, Product Marketing Manager at Lattice Semiconductor, about the company's Certus Pro NX general purpose FPGA family. As the fourth device family based on the Lattice Nexus platform to be launched in, the just, in just 18 months, Certus Pro NX continues Lattice's commitment to FPGA innovation with leadership in power efficiency, high bandwidth and a small form factor in comparison to similar devices, and as the only FPGAs in their class with support for LP DDR4 external memory. With advanced performance capabilities and the highest logic density currently available on a Nexus-based device, Certus Pro NX FPGAs are designed to accelerate application development for the communications, compute, industrial, automotive and consumer markets. Juju, welcome to today's podcast. Can you perhaps kick us off uh, with a bit of background behind this latest product launch? So as you probably already know, Lattice focuses on low-power FPGAs, and we provide two types of uh, broad categories of FPGAs, the general, more general-purpose FPGAs as well as several specialized, more specialized FPGAs. Uh, and Service Pro NX, which we are uh, launching, announcing today, is our latest uh, general-purpose FPGA. Okay. So as the low-power programmable leader, we have been focused on innovation and bringing industry-leading capabilities to our customers through our new products that are built on the Lattice Nexus platform, which is based on the 28-nanometer FDSOI technology. And Service Pro NX, uh, which we are announcing on June 23rd, uh, will be our fourth product on the Nexus platform. And it expands the Nexus FPGAs to a higher density class of products, up to 100,000 logic cells, uh, while still providing industry-leading capabilities. And then there will also be additional uh, Nexus-based products that we will be announcing in the near future. Mm -hmm. Before I share more details about the Service Pro NX, I want to take a step back and share with you some of the industry trends and customer needs and challenges that motivated us to create this FPGA. So when we look at the trends and customer challenges, we see a need for low power uh, to achieve better thermal management. And this comes from a growing need to deploy uh, devices at the edge of the network in rugged, uh, high-temperature environments like you typically see in a uh, communication cell tower or in fully sealed, sealed spaces with no airflow which is usually the case in many uh, industrial motor uh, applications. Uh, and many of these edge applications, edge devices also uh, have uh, space constraints, so they are always looking to uh, integrate more into a smaller form factor. There's also a need for uh, higher uh, interface bandwidth in many devices, uh, and that is due to the ever-increasing amounts of data uh, that needs to be transported which are being generated by various vision as well as environmental sensors uh, that are constantly increasing in their uh, resolution uh, capability and thereby outputting even more amounts of data. Mm-hmm. And, and with this increased amount of data, there's also a growing need to have increased intelligence at the edge. And this is to avoid having to send all the data over to the cloud for processing. Uh, because that causes uh, additional delays 
uh, network congestion and uh, privacy concerns. Okay. So, so these were uh, some of the key uh, trends and challenges that we had in mind while architecting uh, this product. So with that, I want to introduce you to some of the key, key advantages and benefits of uh, Service Pro NX. So this device leads this class in uh, power efficiency while at the same time also providing best-in-class system bandwidth. So power efficiency and best-in-class system bandwidth, those are two things that uh, typically don't go, go together because, you know, you have to pay, pay, uh, pay a price for the, for the higher bandwidth. So our R&D team uh, has been able to achieve the the right uh, balance between these two, and I will I will share more uh, more details on that later. How we achieve that? Okay. Um, this device is also optimized for uh, edge processing workloads, uh, while also providing industry leading reliability and uh, smallest form factor. Okay. So what what are some of the key differences and key benefits from for this uh, release in, in compared to the to the other general purpose FPGA that was launched Q2 2020. Yeah, yeah. So um, I would say kind of the key key points here are one, we are uh, significantly increasing the density capability uh, of our Nexus class products, uh, Nexus based products. So previously, like if you look at the Certus NX device, that maxed out at around forty thousand uh, logic cells. Here we are more than doubling the density to uh, 100,000 logic cells. Okay. And then the other key, key benefit is the uh, higher bandwidth interfaces that we are supporting uh, with this device. It uh, has a 10 gig, 10 gig series capability, so it can support uh, high-speed interfaces at up to 10 gig. And then there's also benefits from edge processing standpoint. We support LPDDR4, which is uh, very important to many of uh, many of the system designers. And I'll go into more a little bit more details on why that is. But at a high level, it's it's uh, it's popular because because of the expected long-term supply and availability for that product, mm-hmm. long-term longevity for that product from the you know DRAM DRAM vendor standpoint. So. The edge processing capabilities have also been a, a key focus area uh, with this product. Okay. Yeah. So, kind of seeing what is what is inside the device. So, the core fabric. It's a low power FPGA fabric that offers uh, fifty to hundred thousand logic cells, which, as I mentioned, is is expanding the the density range of the compared to our prior Nexus devices. It supports higher bandwidth and uh, higher High bandwidth interfaces through this uh, dedicated 10 gig series block. It's also optimized for this uh, efficient uh, edge processing, and does all that while also supporting small form factor packages uh, that are important to many of these space constrained applications. So we support packages as small as uh, nine by nine millimeter, even in this uh, 100k logic cell device. Okay. So, so now I want to go into more details on kind of each of the key benefits. So starting with power efficiency leadership. So we achieved power efficiency uh, due to several factors. So at the very uh, base fundamental le- level is uh, the circuit level. We have a low power design that is built on uh, FTSOI technology, which comes with its own inherent uh, power advantages. And then sitting on top of that is our 
uh, FPGA architecture that is optimized for uh, power efficiency. Uh, and what I mean by that uh, is we, we architected the architecture for this class of devices and uh, targeting the kind of performance that the tar- target applications require. And that approach is in stark contrast with uh, what many of our competitors do, which is they, they first start with a, a really high-end uh, device in, in a specific node, uh, which will typically be in a million logic cell range and and be targeted for you know, significantly higher uh, interface speeds and uh, fabric speeds. And then they try to scale that down to uh, this 100 KLC uh, class of devices. So when, when you do that, you end up with a lot of inefficiencies and overhead. Mm-hmm. So that that is something we we don't have in our in our approach. Sure. So they they design their uh, million logic cell devices primarily for the data center workloads where they need uh, that that higher higher processing capability. So there's very valid reason why they do that. Mm-hmm. But they design for that uh, speeds, but. The problem is when they try to borrow that same architecture and bring it down into the uh, this uh, 100k logic cell type range, uh, then you have a you have inefficiencies. Okay, right. So uh, as a result of all of these, what we were able to accomplish is up to four times lower power compared to uh, similar class devices from competition. Those devices, they, their service uh, speeds maxes out around five to six gigabits. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those five gig as kind of a common, common factor, common denominator to do the comparison against. But in our case, we can also support 10 gig, uh, service in this class of devices. So, so to look at the 10 gig uh, comparison, uh, we had to look, go, go use the, uh, slightly more higher, uh, higher end devices from competition that supports 10 gig. Uh, and there are also, uh, there is a significant power advantage, uh, up to, up to 4x, but in some cases even more. Mm-hmm. So now I want to look into, give you more information on the, uh, bandwidth capability. So while providing this four times lower power, we are also delivering two times more bandwidth, uh, more service bandwidth. And we do that by supporting the 10 gig service that, uh, can support up to 10.3, uh, gigabits per link. Uh, whereas the competition devices in this similar class, they max out at around 16. So this enables us to support in you know, a popular higher speed protocols like 10 gig Ethernet that is now required by many of the next generation applications in, uh, edge, in next, uh, next generation edge applications. And other than 10 gig Ethernet, we also support uh, PCI Express Gen 3, which uh, runs at 8 gig. SLVS EC, which is a popular uh, sensor interface that was popularized by Sony, and then CoExpress and DisplayPort, which are other other popular protocols. Okay. So these are the multiple protocols that are being uh, supported by the uh, multi-protocol PCS that we have designed into our service block. And then when you consider the 10 gig capability. Coupled with the uh, NAND uh, packages as small as NAND by nine millimeter, we are essentially delivering highest bandwidth in smallest form factor, and that is that's very useful in uh, in several uh, space constrained edge applications. Mm-hmm. So it, it really enables them to increase their performance capabilities uh, to a, to another level, while still you know meeting the stringent space space constraints. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, now I want to focus on the uh, edge processing, some of the edge processing capabilities of uh, Service Pro NX. So um, as I mentioned, we optimized our architecture for edge processing, including uh, AI inferencing uh, that is required by many of the uh, intelligent edge applications. And in AI inferencing specifically, uh, memory is often the limiting factor. Uh, we provide up to 65% more internal memory capacity uh, compared to the competition. And having this additional internal memory, what that means is now you, you don't need to go fetch data as frequently from external DRAM memory. And that gives you additional benefits in terms of uh, total, total performance and power. Because when you need to go out to the external memory, there's more latency associated with that. And then it also consumes more power because now you're toggling all these 50 plus uh, IOs that are typically required for DRAM memory interfaces. So those are the additional benefits of having more internal memory capacity. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there, there are applications uh, that would still need more memory than what we internally provide. Like if you need to buffer uh, an entire frame of HD video, you would you would definitely need to go to external external DRAM. So for for these applications where external DRAM is required, uh, we provide LPDDR4 support, which is uh, now becoming uh, a requirement for many embedded system and edge system designers due to the projected long term availability of those uh, DRAMs. And they also provide a good uh, optimal uh, mix of you know, power density and cost as well. And and Service Pro NX is the only FPGA in its class to support LPDDR4. So none of the none of the other uh, similar devices support them. You really have to go go to like a higher end uh, SOC FPGA that also have hardened processor cores in it uh, to re- to get the LPDDR4 from from uh, the competitor's portfolio. Okay. And then the next topic I want to talk to you about is uh, reliability, which is uh, very important in, in safety critical applications, like for example, uh, in a robot on a factory floor that is working in close proximity with uh, humans. You want to make sure it doesn't malfunction, which could lead to injuries. It is also, reliability is also important from a system uptime and as well as network availability standpoint in communications applications. And Service Pro NX provides high reliability due to the inherent benefits of uh, FDSOI technology as well as our architectural innovations. So the end result is that uh, we can provide 100 times lower software rate compared to competition. And that translates to higher reliability. And then in many applications like automotive, uh, industrial, defense, and outdoor applications, you need support for a wider temperature range. So that is that is also supported. So minus 40 to 125C temperature range will be supported. Mm-hmm. Julia, when factoring all these elements around, you know, the power efficiency, the bandwidth, the, the, the small form factor, do you guys, is there anything else that is comparable in the market or do you guys see this as being very much unique and, uh, and on its own? Yeah, so like I showed in the uh, different comparisons that we showed, we don't really see anything else out there that can uh, match these capabilities. Mm-hmm. So so we truly believe that we are 
providing a, a unique uh, differentiating capability, increased capability to our customers who have been looking for, you know, th- this kind of uh, performance and power efficiency uh, for this class of devices. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think I, I think the main reason why we are able to do that is because of our, our different uh, approach to building devices in this in this category, which is by kind of building it from the ground up approach instead of uh, borrowing from a architecture that was originally designed for million plus logic cell range. Okay. Uh, so I think I think uh, you know when you kind of dig deeper and look at why 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 we are able to provide so much differentiating capabilities, I think that it probably boils down to that one. That's probably one of the key aspects of uh, why we are able to do that. I see. Or key, key reasons. Yeah. So uh, we have talked about the, the silicon, but in addition to the silicon, to help accelerate the, our customers' innovation, we will also be supporting several solution stacks for Service Pro NX. Uh, so this includes our award, award-winning uh, Lattice Sense AI solution stack, which is focused on low-power edge AI applications, the Lattice Vision stack for embedded vision, and then our recently launched Lattice Automate solution stack for accelerating factory automation applications. And these solution stacks, they what they provide is basically various IPs, reference designs, boards and demos, and even software tools, um, additional software tools that that help our customers to get their design up and running faster. Yeah. So so solution solution is also the solution stacks is also a key key focus area for, for Lattice for this new product. So now uh, I want to show you the uh, the full um, product table so you get a better idea of what we offer. So Service Pro NX comes in uh, two densities, 50K and uh, 100K logic cell. Uh, the first device available is the 100K device, which we have already started sampling. Uh, we have already uh, shipped samples to customers, our early access customers, and we have also shipped, um, provided early software to these customers. So uh, several customer designs are already underway, uh, and we are generally seeing uh, you know, very, very good uh, uh, customer demand and enthusiasm, uh, given the unique capabilities that we are able to offer here. Production parts uh, will be available in Q2 of next year. Uh, and then along with the, on the same day as the launch on June 23rd, we will also be releasing the uh, uh, Radiant 3.0 software. It's rolling out the, the, the 50K device. Yeah, so the 50K will be coming a little later, so we are not uh, disclosing the schedule for that right now, but okay. we will we will uh, come out with that uh, uh, later. In terms of package, we we talked primarily about the, the small form factor packages, but there are many many applications, many broad market and industrial applications that are looking for packages that can support uh, uh, higher bulk pitches like 0.8 millimeter pitch or one millimeter pitch. Because that that uh, reduces the board complexity, and in some cases, uh, like in, com- in, in communication uh, applications, the systems have the designs have uh, really thick PCBs with uh, high high layer count. So these higher bulk pitch packages are generally preferred uh, for those kind of PCBs. So we support those as well. So we have both uh, 0.8 and one millimeter pitch uh, packages as well. 
Okay. So that um, brings me to my uh, summaries. This summarizes kind of the the key key benefits and the metrics that we provide. And and as as you can see, this is uh, you know quite quite impressive, and mm. we believe it really really modernizes this 50 to 100k LC range of devices and and bring in new new capabilities to this class of devices, which you know our you know our customers are really excited about, and it will really enable them to add new capabilities to their end systems. Uh, and then lastly, I also want to mention that. These compelling advantages that you see here have been, we've been able to achieve that due to our uh, hardworking engineering and R&D teams uh, that tirelessly that worked to make this happen. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, you said that so it, you, there, there are customer samples have already been shipped. Have you got, have you got yeah. to the stage yet where you've received any feedback on those samples? Yeah, yeah. So, so, so far it's, it's very, very good feedback. Yeah, we have we have several customers who have already uh, started their uh, PCB design, and and they are now starting to be you know ready to place the silicon on the board. So I'm not sure if they have they have definitely been uh, working with the software uh, for 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 quite some time, but I'm not quite sure if they have had uh, enough time to to actually uh, check out the silicon silicon as well. But from our internal internal uh, a test that we have done, the, the, we, have, we have confirmed these, these capabilities in the silicon, especially the power capabilities. And in fact, um, we'll be during the launch, launch event that'll happen on June 23rd. Uh, we will be showing three different demos that, that will showcase these capabilities. Okay. Okay. And, and more generally, uh, Judy, over the last sort of 12 to 18 months, there's been a noticeable Increase in the in the number of releases from uh, from Lattice. What are, what are the, some of the driving factors behind that? Is that is that being driven by customer demand in certain key key segments, or or, or other other factors at work? Yeah, I think we see us having a very unique place in the industry because of our focus for low power FPGAs. Which you know, while while the um, competition do cater occasionally to that segment. Their main main focus is on that uh, you know data what what does the data center applications need. So because of that we see a, a unique opportunity for us to uh, innovate and provide new capabilities in this uh, low power space. And and customers have been very happy to see these new products coming out from Lattice and have been asking for you know, we've been getting uh, new ideas from from our customers on you know various various uh, areas that they want to see new new products in. So I, I would say our unique area of focus is probably one of the driving factors. And then what is also helping us to bring out products at a much faster cadence compared to what what Lattice was able to achieve uh, several many years ago is also thanks to our Platform-based design approach, which with this starting with this Nexus platform. Uh, so I think previously, you know, we would go build one one product on on one uh, node and then then move to the to the next product, and then it's it's again a build from the ground up, starting from scratch approach, which, which takes longer time. Whereas this new platform-based design approach, which we really started doing with uh, 
this uh, with the introduction of this Nexus platform, that has enabled us to significantly increase the the new product cadence because of that platform approach. So the so the the basic building blocks uh, like the memory blocks, the DSP blocks, the IOs that can all be common to many of these uh, devi- many of these devices that all sh- share the same Nexus platform. Sure. Okay. Electronic specifier.